1: please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language.
2: No, you don't need to explain anything to Emily Brennan. Yes, I do. Talk- yes, I do. No, I need to... No.
1: You're red pill me. you red pill me. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where... We were just talking about this. We have probably 30 episodes left of Married at First Sight. And I mean, I feel 51% okay with that.
2: No. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They drag it out too long. Come on. You have to admit this.
2: I don't. I love it. I can't admit it. (sighs) Guys. I wish it would go longer, but I just wish there were more episodes. Like there were more um, experts in the episodes. Like. Do you but just want it to go this, all year? I totally could do that.
1: Oh, see, like, I feel that way about Sister Wives. No, I could watch well, I that feel all that, year.
2: <laughs> I feel that way about Sister Wives too, but I truly do feel that way about Maths. Like I could do this every day of the year. Like I love Guys, it that much.
1: My name's Amy. I'm here at My Bestie Steph. And Steph, you were the first person on earth to hear, you got a sneak peek of our new Sister Wives intro. What'd you I think? Know.
2: Um, it's fucking amazing and it's hilarious shit.
1: (laughs) You can't can't reveal it. We gotta keep them in
2: suspense. Mm -hmm, It's great mm -hmm. though. It's really good.
1: It's good. Um, so that'll be debuting. What else do we have going on? Any other
2: announcements? Um,
1: we're gonna do the Virgin River mm rewatch. Happening, happening.
2: Amy made an executive decision even Mm -hmm. though nobody wants to hear it.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. That's happening, so, but not until we do. Prison Brides.
2: Oh, I can't wait for that.
1: You hear you heard it here first guys. Steph and I are diving into Prison Brides, which is going to be on Lifetime and it's like a 90-day fiance meets love after lockup situation.
2: Mm. And we're very
1: excited about it. So I'm
2: super excited about it because I'm not a huge 90-day fan only mm-hmm. because I jumped into that way too late, and I just mm-hmm, it, there mm-hmm. was too much to catch up on, and I didn't know what was happening, so I gave up. So I'm. I really, understand. Yeah, I'm really excited to to start this because it feels like a whole new scene for me, and I'm looking forward to it.
1: I love Love After Lockup. I was telling I you, you
2: I can miss 90 Day
1: Fiance. I could miss it. I don't care. Mm, okay. I will never miss Love After Lockup. Not one okay. episode. I love it so much.
2: That's how I am about this show. About uh. maps.
1: All right. So we're covering Married at First Sight, Season 17, Episode 10, Breaking Up the Party. That's I mean, what'd team. you think of this overall?
2: Oh, aim! I have a lot of thoughts this week. <sighs> Brennan, I'm... complete dickbag, right? He Are we on the same page here? makes me feel sick to my stomach. Yeah. He truly... I... I I don't have words for him that are decent enough for the public to hear. Like I I can't with him. I'm done. He's a disgusting human being. Um but more so, I'm so fucking I'm so confused by Jacob Marley. Jacob
1: Marley, I have no. said from the beginning aka Cam um, is gonna talk himself right out of this marriage i, I said know. that from the beginning you did okay and here let me tell you something i know you're a big cam fan mm-hmm, okay I am the fact that he has clung onto Orion should tell you everything you need to know about him
2: i know that and i don't mm. i don't agree that he's clung on to orion
1: well we see I... upcoming previews they're yeah. growing even closer i yeah,
2: know well we're oh, i can't i can't go there then again, I know I mean, I you guys. You wanted to bang I would
1: have banged, over exactly. <laughs> oh my God. So let's jump into this. We're going to start with. So this episode was a little tricky. We're going to start it with was. the potluck. Okay. okay. And I took the notes on that. So let me get down to that in my notes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Potluck. So everybody's gathering together, and Brennan is being passive aggressive with Cam. Mm-hmm. So like Cam is like, whoa, you guys didn't bring enough, or I don't know. So they're talking about how much food everybody brought. And Cam's like, Well, if you didn't bring
2: seventy-five trays of biscuits, you know, we wouldn't have enough. I don't know Me what like, there's
1: math involved. I don't know what's happening. What he
2: actually said is if eight of us brought enough for eight people, we'd have enough food. We'd have way too much food. And he made right. sense. Right. So don't come at him.
1: Brennan goes, gee, you're brilliant. Fuck right, right, off, right off, Brennan. Yes. I am not here for his bullshit today. He has caught me on the wrong day. Same. All right. So Lauren shows up and then Orion has the fucking balls to show up.
2: And he walks in and touches her. Don't I touch know, her. I know. Do not Get put your hands your near hands her. your
1: hands off of her.
2: Uh-huh. You fucker. So now we're going to start
1: with who I'm calling Bremily. Okay. So they discuss housewarmings, and Brennan immediately is like, "Her friends attacked me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I didn't expect you to be so aggressive." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "We're going through some bumps, and uh, I'm just letting you know because we looked great on the honeymoon, but uh-uh, no." So Lauren goes. Lauren and her passive aggressiveness is amazing because <laughs> Ryan's so sitting right next to her like an idiot, and she's it's going so great. Well, you know, I give you a lot of credit because at least when something's going on, you have the balls to stick it out. And she, mm-hmm. like, glares. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's
2: Good wonderful. Good for her. Yeah, yeah. I am here for her energy. Mm-hmm. Truly. Me too. She's, She's the queen. Hero. She's the queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So now we go scoot on over to Lorian. And Orion says, Lauren and I want a divorce. And she goes, uh-uh, not Lauren and I. I want a divorce. hmm And Lauren shades the fuck out of him. And it's so great. Claire goes, when did the divorce, when did you make this decision? And Lauren literally goes, which time? He made the decision 15 times
2: and Mm -hmm. changed his mind. (laughs) Uh (laughs) I'm here for this. Me too. She's calling him right out and it's so perfect. Because he sits there like a fucking asshole because he knows she's right. He can't even defend himself.
1: He absolutely knows she's right. So great. She tells everyone, Orion didn't give this a chance. And then she says, you slut shamed me. Calls him right out. Uh-huh. And you called me a failure. And then she calls him, when he's trying to defend himself, a gaslighter. Mm. And everyone else is like, mm, this is quite uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then he says, it is alarming how easy it is for us to fall in and out of love. I'm doing the shoulder shimmy. The shimmy. For us to fall in and out. But when I do that, my boobs are all over the place. and like Someone's going to get knocked out. <laughs> Someone's going to get a black eye. He says, there is a disconnect regarding our communication. What? Uh, You know what? You fuck yourself, too. Mm -hmm. How about that? Please. Please, sir. So now we go to Clam. And Cam tells Lauren, you're not alone. There's chemistry romance issues here, too. I'm doing the queen a little bit. I (laughs) hear. He says, we don't agree on how we'll raise our children. And Mm -hmm. that's a big problem. And Claire says it makes her sad because she respects him so much. And he says he is head over heels for her. I know. And everyone jokes that they'll cry. Like, oh, you have us crying. And Claire's even like, don't make me cry. And I don't know if he caught this. But bro Brennan from the background goes, oh, you're going to make me cry. And I haven't cried since second grade because boys don't cry. Whatever, dude. He literally said, I haven't cried since second grade. I hate him. Are you proud of that?
2: Sir, we hate you.
1: Okay. Cam says, we do have our own special chemistry, even though it's a little fiery. You know, it's ours. Mm -hmm. And he says, we get along. And Claire says, I understand how the experts thought we would challenge each other. And we do like to be challenged. Why these experts would pair an atheist with someone who is super religious,
2: what are they doing? I don't know. I don't know. And what what bothered me the most about this group setting is I feel like it's the first time, at least as a group, that we've seen these people truly say like real things. That might not hmm. even make sense. But I felt like they were all with the exception of Brennan. They were Mm -hmm. all being super vulnerable and open, and I felt like this was a missed opportunity for the experts to jump in here. Mm, Okay. Like, I really think if the experts were a part of this group, we could have gotten so much deeper, and I think so many of these, like, I think Becca and Austin and Clam, I think especially, my dog is moaning. (laughs) She stretched. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: thought it was a cow in no, your back No, that background. was Josie.
2: Um, but I feel like they're I think so, with the proper guidance, I do think there is hope for some of these couples. Well, my two anyway. And I really do believe that had the experts been a part of this conversation, I think we could have gotten somewhere here. Do you not? This reminds me of when we
1: had um, – the poolside chat with Kristen and Mitch. Yes. And there was a, was it Dr. Pepper was there?
2: Yes. I and somebody right. said
1: something about Dr. Pepper and she comes out and she's like, um, I'm right here. I forget who said something about her.
2: I don't remember either. Um,
1: But yeah, like having the experts here would have helped
2: 100%. Just, I feel like it's the first time any of them were actually like truly being Vulnerable.
1: I just don't know why you would met like we knew meeting Claire in the beginning that she was super religious. Yeah, that her faith was really important to her. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Anyway, okay. Now we're scooting over to Becca and Austin. Okay. And Austin says they're having similar issues. Then there's an editing fuck up. I don't know if you caught this.
2: I did not. But now that you've pointed it out, it's super fucking weird. Guys, and I have the video it. and
1: I'm putting it in the group. It goes like this. He's like, Austin says, oh, you know, things are okay with us. I mean, we hit a little snag with the religion thing too. And then the camera doesn't show him. Mm-hmm. And there's a totally different intonation in his voice. And he goes, mm-hmm. am my slower intimacy speed? Yeah, So that was clearly dubbed in, and it's, I don't know why they're doing this.
2: It's totally dubbed in, and I don't know why either. And I didn't catch it until you pointed it out, but once mm-hmm. you did, it's hard not to hear now.
1: Yeah, I'll put it in the group, backdoor friends. If you're not in there, get in there. What the hell are you doing with your life? <laughs> so they don't show him saying it on camera. It's weird. He Then he says, this is why we waited so long to have difficult conversations, because I want to know her heart. Before those conversations could possibly break us up. And Becca is sad that all of them are struggling. And she wants to hug everyone. Then Mm -hmm. at the end, they do a group hug. And then at the end, the cameras go away. And Lauren breaks down sobbing.
2: And a producer comes
1: over and comforts her.
2: I know. I'm like, who is that producer? Give them a medal. I know. Amy, I have to tell you. Watch. I don't usually get affected by watching people cry. Like it's a weird thing, mm-hmm. but for some reason, when Lauren cries, my fucking heart breaks. I and just that's love a her. lot for me. I do mm-hmm. too, because I don't usually feel that way about people. Because I hate mm-hmm. them. No, I agree. I but agree. Watching those tears just pour out of her face because you know it's so genuine and she's yeah. so hurt is really hard to watch. Like, he is so the badly devil. for them to do right by her. They need to find her a husband.
1: Did I just Please? say he's the devil?
2: Um, I yeah, sounded like I'm... I was
1: in fifth grade. He's
2: the devil! <laughs> you sounded like, a uh, Christopher? <laughs> Preach!
1: Um, so... Orion right, is the devil! Let's go into Clam. Let's get uh, them over with. All right. Let's watch Clam talk himself out of a good marriage.
2: <laughs> all right, you guys. So... We open with our boy, Jacob Marley. Uh, for some reason, every week we open with these two in bed in the morning and it's so stupid.
1: Yeah, I don't know. What's it's so on
2: unnatural, but mm-hmm. whatever. So they're talking a little bit about his dad and he just says, you know, I didn't talk about the thing with my dad because it's been going on for so many years and I feel like I've already grieved it and processed it, that it's just not something that I open up all the time, which yeah. makes sense to me in a way, but not like you That's still something you tell your wife. And Um, again,
1: they showed the footage. Okay, so on After Party last week, they showed the footage of her asking him, do your parents, she literally said, do your parents know about this?
2: And he says, yes, and I'm hoping that we'll go back to New Zealand. Yeah, I saw that.
1: So when they showed it to her on After Party, though, she started crying.
2: I know. It was intense. I know. Okay. Um. But she's being understanding about the dad thing and it's fine, but I'm feeling like we're slipping into some weird shit here. Mm. Um later they're again at the apartment and they're having a nice dinner, and Cameron makes a goofy comment about mastification, which mm-hmm. I thought was hilarious mm-hmm. because You know I'm- it means chewing. Chewing, yeah. -hmm. Because all of his jokes I get, but they're not landing with her. Like she's not finding any of him the least bit funny. I get his jokes, but I I don't think they're funny. Well, see, I do because like I get it, but whatever. whatever I think it is I see so much of myself in him and I really saw it this week and I'm embarrassed because now you guys are all like if you don't already think I'm weird, you're gonna really think I don't think you're socially awkward at all. I'm not socially awkward. I think he's socially awkward. I do too. But there's something about his need for acceptance and wanting to feel wanted and I I that I relate to so hard mm-hmm. that I kind of I' just like I want to hug him because like I see him in a way that I don't think you are mm-hmm. and I think it's just because I relate to him. It doesn't matter I I, I, he comes so much off last week
1: This is real unpopular, but I think he's a little stuck up and snobby. See, I
2: don't. I think think he thinks he's the
1: smartest
2: man in the room. I don't. I don't think that at all. But anyway, so Cam tells the Cam or Cam tells Claire that he feels like they're stuck, don't you? She agrees. um, And he tells the camera that he just wants to feel wanted and her Mm -hmm. body language and her actions are not making him feel that way. And I get it. I see that. We see you, Cam. Yeah, But then Claire goes on to say to Cameron, there's zero romance, and she indicates that it's on both sides. And she's done this before. And what I don't understand when she does this is why she's making that assumption for him, because we all see something else,
1: right? Because I think she thinks, and she said it a few times, that he's not making a move. They're stuck in the he's not making a move because he doesn't think she'd be receptive. Mm -hmm. And she's stuck in the I would be receptive, but he's not making a move. I know. It's so stupid. Stupid. Right. So if only we had like an expert here that could say these words to them. Mm
2: -hmm. So, and I actually, I really thought it was mature of him. That he was like, so are there things that I'm doing that turn you off or turn you on? And she goes on to say like, no, there are things that you do that turn me on. And she's like, I love that you're in tune with my emotions. And like she points Mm -hmm. out some like really valid – reasons and very specific things yes which was great Mm -hmm. but he says okay so but what are the things like are am i doing something that's turning you off and she can't Mm -hmm. come up with anything and i'm like come on you guys get it together like i just want to smash their heads together it's so annoying um Cam says that he thinks it would feel natural, like, if he just wanted to, like, walk over and kiss her. And she's like, that's not natural to me. He doesn't agree. And, again, we're just seeing this back and forth. And we see – we start to see the weird shit happening. He starts well, really – you said –
1: and I agree with you. You said two, three weeks ago, she's not into him.
2: She's not. And I mm-hmm. think that's what it is. I, mm-hmm. And I feel that way even more this week. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, and she's like, she's just – I'm not ready to engage – in behavior that is sexual in nature with you or whatever she says. And it was just really strange the it way that like, the words came out of her mouth. It was really
1: like boundaried. Like I'm <gasps> putting this physical boundary up. Don't yes, touch me.
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, well, of course he's not gonna touch you because I'm scared of you.
0: Like right?
2: right? Like I wouldn't touch yeah. you either with a 10. Yeah. I wouldn't touch you with Orion's dick. How about that? Oh, and that's well, not a template ball. And yeah. that's not a t- well. You thought it was. You had all. I do all the think, big dick I do think he has a big dick, but I don't <laughs> think it's ten feet long. <laughs> oh, I don't know, Amy. So, oh. but then we see we see Claire get a little bit vulnerable, and this was uncomfortable for me to watch because I didn't know what to do with her when she's like this. When she says that now she feels guilty for not being enough, and she's starting to tear up, and I'm thinking, yeah, because you're not. You're giving Mm. this dude nothing.
1: I'm sorry. It's not that you're not enough. It's that you're not giving giving. him enough. And she's
2: not Amy. Yeah. Yeah, I know we can go back and forth on it a million times. But if you really watch these two closely, she is – She's got the ick. She's got the ick. She's got the ick. And I can Mm -hmm. see it. And I feel Mm -hmm. bad for him because I don't think he's icky at all. And it's hard to undo the ick once it's there. I know. And he says to her, so do you feel like – there's a point, a zero point one percent chance that this is gonna work out. And she's like, <laughs> thinking and thinking, and she's like, no. And you could see the blood drain from his face because he's so hurt.
0: No, she's like, I, I, I interpreted
2: that, that adi- yeah, yeah, okay, I yeah, but, but you could. But thing. I'm okay. just saying, like, there was such a pause after yeah. she said that that you could see the blood drain from his can face. I, and can then I she interrupt was like, you? Of course. Please do. I talk too much.
1: I love your cam imitation so much. I need a little bit more of it. I don't want to do the whole entire dialogue as him.
2: Oh. But when
1: you can, pepper it in because it's so good and it makes me giggle.
2: So I purposely don't pepper it in because you yell at me not to when I do it. No, I
1: think it's brilliant.
2: I don't think we can do
1: it the entire time.
2: No. but I I mean, I couldn't.
1: I love those little peppered pieces of it. I love him. Okay.
2: So what I think he's trying to say here to her is that, so they start talking about, can we move forward? And what I'm gathering from this conversation is, again, like you said, he's, now he's just trying to talk himself out of it. And I can completely see that it's because he's getting feelings. He has feelings and he Mm -hmm. wants to be close. Like he really wants this to work. Mm-hmm. But he's not getting anything from her. And now we see him. He's just like, oh, I'm just going to put up my wall then because I need to protect myself. And that's mm-hmm. where I really see him because I do that.
1: Well, and he said – I don't know if this is the part, but at some point he says, after talking – you you do it, please. After talking with Orion, I've decided I need to protect myself. Yes. You say it.
2: So I'm getting there. So after okay. the, the group's meeting – um. Claire says that she feels better knowing that the others are struggling too. And Cam Mm -hmm. says, well, you know, (laughs) we might have our issues, but at least we're talking about them. And he's literally really calling these other couples out on their shit. And he's like, actually, I'm inspired by Orion to stop considering myself more. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, what the actual fuck are you talking about, dude? I am so confused by you now. So what I, my take on this is that I think when he saw Orion say, I'm bowing out of this because it's not good for me, because Mm -hmm. he's a dickbag, I think Cameron interpreted that as he's emotionally intelligent and he knows how to protect himself so maybe i need to do that Mm -hmm. this is why if there were experts in this fucking room this conversation wouldn't have gone this way like we need a little pastor
1: cal going if there's anyone you should be emulating in this experiment
2: it's it's not not all right right and and any of these experts would be saying that, but they're yeah, not here yeah, to navigate yeah. this. Agreed. So we're watching these two that I feel have so much fucking potential. Just implode. Just implode because they're, there's no one helping them. I don't know. I'm so fucking irritated by it. So they're meeting with Dr. Pia and Dr. Pia immediately notices that neither of them are wearing their wedding rings. Which they took off their rings? I know. What? What? That was okay. super – I didn't see that Yeah, that, that was wild. Oh, all right. And they've said that they've decided their long-term viability is just not there. Yeah, um, and Dr. He, P is like, what the, what fuck, the fuck, dude? Mm-hmm. So Dr. P is like, I just am going to ask you two to give it more time to process. Mm-hmm. They both say that they're compatible, and they're going on and on about all the ways that they're compatible – um, And ugh, I love that he does this. Cameron's like, she's always the smartest person that I've ever been with. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, he really likes her. He feels so good with her. He says the more time he spends with her, the more attached he's getting. But now he feels like it's time to protect himself because he knows that their future is bleak and they're only going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm like... Oh my god, Pia, step it the fuck up and do something. And she yeah, but blows you know what it. this
1: this is never gonna work because I disagree. not only do they have the major religion difference, but she clearly has the ick. And also he's always going to Cam has a very specific type of humor, which I get and you get. Mm-hmm. He's always going to make jokes that are going to offend her, she's not gonna get them. And it's just going to be a cycle of that. And like, they're too young to sign up for that if they don't have to. Maybe. Do you know what I I mean? I don't
2: know. I mean, Claire says to Pia that they're both not doing their best mentally. And if they have to put themselves first, then that is what it is. They've exhausted all options. And Dr. Pia's like, I'm confused. And I'm over here like, same girl. (laughs) Fucking same. Yep. So- Instead of her giving them like some real fucking advice, Doctor Pia recommends that they just focus on having more fun and being in the moment. Stop talking about kids, romance, sex, and religion until you meet with the experts again. Yeah, and I'm like, I agree with that. Seven, 17 weeks from now. But exactly, when is mm-hmm. that going to happen? That's mm-hmm. not. That's not realistic. It's just not. If if they're not meeting regularly, you know. Yeah. So she asks them to both give it some more time and Claire agrees that she would, but Cam says that he needs to sleep on it. I've got to sleep on this advice because I know myself and I know that I need time to think about it before I commit because, mm-hmm. you know, it's just not what I do and I don't think that I would be genuine if I committed right now until I sleep on it. I'm like, okay, dude, whatever. Right, right. And Pia's just like, okay, I respect that. And I'm like, What? Whatever. I know, I know, but I feel like Pia was a huge fucking fail here, and yeah, I'm putting well, Pia. Did,
1: did she see them after her big fight with Fremily? Because you know, I don't know. She might have been rattled.
2: Just, yeah, she was just mm-hmm. exhausted at that mm-hmm. point, right? right. So post Pia, they're back at the apartment, and Cam's asking her, "Do you want me to stay?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "What the fuck do you mean? Like, he I don't want to come here." He- decided this
1: is over see i disagree with
2: you i feel
1: like cam is like me in that i don't do well in the undecided like we're either in or out Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i think he at this point wanted to hear that she is a hundred percent in
2: exactly and since
1: she's not then he's like okay then we're done done.
2: exactly Mm -hmm. but like can we fault him for that
1: i completely oh, no. I'm not faulting it, him for it you know? no no no. yeah i'm not um, faulting
2: him for it i just think it's a rush to judgment i do too mm-hmm. but again like we can see him he's like i just want to hug him because i feel like i'm just watching him say like pick me choose me there say is you want to try and she's just not doing it
1: you there have it to agree there is well i shouldn't say you have to agree you might not I feel like there is zero chemistry between these two. I think they would be good friends and they respect each other, but there's zero sexual chemistry between them.
2: I feel if she would let her guard down a little bit. Loosen up. No, truly, if she would take the massive. This is Queen Elizabeth with a message
1: to all of my subjects.
2: I need you to loosen
1: up and act like it is victory in England day. 1945 when i went to the ritz with my sister margaret and i got blasted and fucked around
2: with some soldiers Hi. in the basement can i just throw all the Emmys at you <laughs> because that's the greatest fucking impersonation of anyone i've ever heard of all time oh thank you thank you thank you
1: it's literally the only uh, one i can do so i lean
2: on it quite a bit oh, Dude, so, like, Cameron says again, like, he wants – I want to love you. And, like, mm-hmm. come on, Claire. I he's, want if some, you to want me. I need, I need, you. need Everyone hates need us. Me. I'm not even going to do this. But, like, it's – I'm so hurt for him because he's trying so hard and we can see he's trying to be stoic here. And his saying, like, do you want me to leave? It's like he's just mm-hmm. wanting her to say, like – Hey, no. let's try something else, yeah. right? Like and she's let's just try, let's
1: try it. doggy style. And he would be right there. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: But I'm not gonna lie. And I've said it, I'm gonna say it again. This is her, guys. I I'm not buying that any of this is him. You're okay. not gonna get me to believe it. Um, and again he starts bringing up the future. And Claire's like, No, we told P.O. that we weren't gonna do that. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay. And then he goes, so how do you feel if I sleep in the spare bed tonight and we see what that's like? And she's like, Oh, okay, great. Like she's all into this. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, come on, Mm -hmm. Claire. Like Mm -hmm. you're right. That's all I have on them. I'm just going to end it by saying Pia failed them big time. Mm -hmm. There was a huge fucking opportunity for her here. And she fucking blew it. If they don't make it, it's because of this day. I'm telling you. I don't think the
1: advice she gave them was bad though, which was like, Stop being in your heads, just live no. in the moment and see what
2: happens. I don't think it was bad advice either, I just don't think it was enough advice. It wasn't okay. deep enough. I think when they're struggling that hard on children and religion and all of the – there needed to be a deeper conversation. And she and didn't only go week there, three. And only it's week only three, right? But mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying like, mm-hmm. come on, guys, get it together. I don't you know ready? i'm, just, I'm really sad about this are you ready to go from sad to in a blind rage
1: <sighs> do we want to save them for last no i'm gonna do them now okay because i need to end on a palette cleanser of austin and becca
2: mm-hmm. are they a palette cleanser
1: they're better than this fucking guy all right hey everyone stay tuned little miss recap will be right back after these words hit it. So Brendan is making bacon, eggs, and toast
2: with no butter. Thoughts, Stephanie? You're a fucking asshole. Just goodbye. Okay. (laughs) Don't make me anything without butter being an option to put on anything. I don't care. Here's what you can do if you have no butter.
1: This is is really lame, but I'm thinking to myself, because I gave this way too much thought. What would (laughs) I do if I had toast with no butter? I know what I would do. So- I would throw the toast away, but if I had to have the toast, Mm-mm. I would um, saute it face down in a little bit of olive oil oh, with some, yes. some herbs in it, yeah, and then put a little salty. sprinkling of salt. Oh, yeah, thank you. There you go. Done. Okay. So Emily is again apologizing for her friends, and she's like, it's not how I wanted our first night to go. <laughs> and he's trying not to take it personally. He's like, I'm trying not to take it personally. That was tact. And he's like, I guess I could have handled it better, but like they really came for me, and I had to stand up for myself in my marriage. I don't know, dude. This guy is everything that sets me off about bros. Me
2: too. Like, I'm so, so I apologize. I
1: cannot be objective here.
2: I can't either. And I'm so triggered by him. Me too. He just makes me want to punch my TV, truly. So
1: so if you guys need to like skip this, go ahead like 10 minutes. We because- understand i will not be objective here this is i same hate him same. okay i'm same. so emily's like i don't want you to think anything less of me and he's like i'm treating it as a one one night one off it's not your fault just forgive and forget yeah he seems real forgetful and forgiving
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so
1: later they go to pilates and emily's like we're having a great day together it's so cute it's gonna be so much fun and this is Emily's regular class. So like she's a pro and you could tell that he is struggling to keep up and that is
2: hurting his it. little man pride.
1: You mm-hmm. know, and it's
2: so great for me. Yep.
1: <laughs> so after <laughs> class, he says he likes it and it was cool to see Emily in her element and he would do this again. He would.
2: Hmm. Interesting. And I just have
1: a note here. It's day 19 of marriage. Not even three weeks yet. So I'm telling you, this show's going to go six months. It's only day 19. Okay. So now Dr. Pia is coming. And I want to I say something. Before Dr. Pia get, got there, Brennan said the most telling statement of all. He said, uh, Emily said, so are you excited to meet with Dr. Pia? And he goes, yeah, I wonder what her intentions are. Who says what? that about a therapist? That's I wonder specific. what her intentions
2: are. That's like, I interpret that as... An immediate admission of a guilt of something. He's guilty of something. Yeah. Or like guilt admission. Because he's got some shit to hide. He doesn't want to be called out on his shit. But he also thinks that therapists have an agenda, uh-huh. which tells me he
1: doesn't believe in therapy. 100%. Which is fine. Whatever. But uh-huh. Emily, Emily's so brilliant. I'm gonna give her all the kudos here. I she know. smiles and she goes, Maybe you should ask her. I know. Brilliant. All right. So Brennan is beyond uncomfortable because I don't talk about my feelings because real men don't. Mm -hmm. And Emily starts by telling Dr. (sighs) Pia like they had a rocky week, but they seem to be back on track. And she says, you know, however, there's like a disconnect. There's not really any chemistry here. So we're trying to give it time and let it see if we can grow and Emily says, I think the key to this is being super open, even if it's hard. And she's right. She is she right. Is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She says, talking about emotions is not Brennan's thing. And he agrees. And then he punches a wall. No, I'm just kidding. He doesn't. But he wants to.
2: He may have. They might. They probably mm-hmm. cut it. Mm-hmm.
1: So Pia says, uh, Pia presses him for a reason why he's not feeling attraction. Brennan goes, let's be mindful here. About mm-hmm. Emily. Oh, okay. Because oh. with the trained therapist in the room, dude, you're the only one with the emotional there. intelligence oh. to mm-hmm. understand that she, you shouldn't say shit about your wife. Pia's like, no shit, dude. It's literally my job to keep mm-hmm. people emotionally healthy. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. going to rip your wife down and say that she has, like, saggy tits or something. Like, what are you fucking
2: talking about? I have a theory. Ugh. Another one. That he hates all his- women? I Yes, but I, uh, you might want to cut this, but I'm going to say it anyway. And if you want to cut it, you can cut it. I think because he's a huge douchebag and he thinks his shit doesn't stink and that he deserves the world. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that this is a weight thing for him.
1: People have, have said something about this. Now I want to be very clear. Emily is. A beautiful woman with a perfect Maybe body,
2: a hundred. But please, you're right.
1: Like, please, he please. wants a twiggy yes. model type. Yes. Please yeah. don't take it her that way. I am.
2: not She's fucking gorgeous, and I. No, would, I'm. I'm just clarifying for our audience. No, I understand yeah, what you're no, saying. No, yeah. Me too. But I'm yeah. also clarifying that that's not how I like that. Right, I don't see how her we that think her that way. Right. No. Yes. But I think truly that he thought he was gonna walk into this show and get this like. What he thinks is some smoking hot supermodel of a wife that he's going to be like, oh, like, uh, uh, Mm -hmm. grinding up Mm -hmm. on. And he didn't get that. Instead, he's he's not like a strong,
1: intelligent woman. He doesn't know how to fucking handle it. Mm -hmm.
2: Thank you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: So P is like, look, my intention is to figure out what we're doing now and how we got to this place and then how to go forward. Like, that is my hidden agenda, Brennan. Mm -hmm.
2: I don't know. I have a different take on her right now, though. She's like, but we need to be frank
1: and we need to be honest. And Pia says, are you holding back because you don't want to hurt Emily's feelings? Mm -hmm. And Brennan says, yes, I'm mindful to be respectful. Dear Brennan, come closer if you're listening. I hope you're not, but come closer.
2: Oh, I hope you are, motherfucker.
1: Your attempts... To look good on camera are having the exact opposite yes. effect that you are hoping for. Because you're curating your douchiness is real douchey. I don't know. Because I I've lost words.
2: He's completely disingenuous. That's why. Like mm-hmm. none of this is real.
1: None of this is I hate real. Him. So Pia asks, so when she when he says this, Emily squirms. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, and Pia says, Emily, what's behind? No, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna react this. Cool. This is where we react. Okay. So your role is you're gonna be Dr. Pia, and you're just trying to get Emily to answer something. Okay. okay? And I'm gonna be Brennan, <clears throat> okay. okay. So you're gonna start asking Emily why she's making that face.
2: So Emily, tell me. Um, I see you making. You know, you have a reaction. You what? What does that mean when you squint your eyes and you're? Well,
1: Sorry, that's Brennan, just my seething rage. Oh, <laughs> um, so that's trendy. just Emily. That's uh, the face she oh, makes. Oh, wait, no, that's Brennan. The face Brennan, she makes.
2: Brennan, I'm talking to Emily. No, I'm I know you are. I'm just me. trying. I'm oh, trying no, to explain no, Brennan, it to Emily. No, I, you don't need to explain anything to Emily, Brennan. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, to, I, do. No, I need to. No. You're red pilling Brennan. You're red pilling me. Brennan, <laughs> Brennan, Emily can speak for herself. Brennan, you're just trying to brainwash me.
1: You're just a woman trying to brainwash me.
2: Brennan. I am talking to Emily. You will get your turn. How about I punch a wall?
1: How about I punch a wall? <laughs> Emily, 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 tell, tell her, to- tell her you love me. Tell her I'm great. Tell
2: her my dick <laughs> is huge. Emily, tell her. Brennan, you need therapy, <laughs> and I'm going to leave it at what that. What the fuck? You need to get individual therapy. therapy. The oh, therapy's great for other people. Brennan, you need individual therapy. I'm going to talk to Emily now. I I can't. I can't even do this. It's so bad. (laughs) So wait. Then Dr. Pia spends a
1: whole 10 minutes trying to get Brennan to identify one feeling. One feeling. Just tell me one feeling. And he can't. Like, I can't understand him. Here's a PSA, guys. If somebody's pressing you to identify how you're feeling and you don't know how you feel, guess what? confused is a feeling you could mm-hmm. be like i don't know i'm confused because right. i don't know how i feel that's a feeling
2: or i'm confused because i'm feeling something that i don't recognize yes, or anything whatever. So something- yes. exactly
1: mm-hmm. he's like what's a feeling what my dad told me i'm a pussy if i have a feeling yeah.
2: I don't Ooh. have
1: a feeling. That's what I'm saying. I have no this, feeling about this. this. motherfucker. His, his misogyny is so barely below the surface of everything he says. It drives no. me crazy.
2: But, Eam, <laughs> before you finish this up, I need to break Pia down a little bit here. Because I'm, okay. I'm really upset by her. I thought she handled herself well here. I don't. Okay. I think she handled herself well. Mm-hmm. What I did not like is how she ended this. So... How- so she, goes, she ended she it by ends, suggesting
1: that he go to individual therapy to learn how to identify his feelings because correct. he can't have a conversation if he doesn't know what a feeling is.
2: And, and she's not wrong. Yeah. However, in this moment, he's clearly hostile. Mm-hmm. He's aggro. He's clearly, yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. So why, why would you say something like that? You need individual therapy to an asshole that you already know is not open to therapy in any way, shape, or form who just tried to belittle you in a therapy setting. You're going to say, hold up. You're going to say that to this hostile piece of fucking shit and send him back with her alone? Uh -uh, I don't know what she could have said. I don't know what she could have said. I'm telling you you the problem. No,
1: you know who they needed. I know. Because Brennan but, will only respect men.
2: Men, you're so right. So they
1: needed Pastor Callen in there mm-hmm. to give them some bro talk.
2: But that's why I'm saying everybody's going to come for me, and I'm okay with it. I just think Pia's a shit-ass therapist. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I think she's Thank got you. good ideas. I just think she doesn't know how to handle somebody like Brennan, and I don't think she was the person to therapize these two in this setting because he's fucking hostile and she was basically like oh you're hostile you need help go get help and then come back to me it's kind of how she sent him off on his way and i think she fucked emily over in a big way by doing that because now he's even more hostile because he walked hear me out he walked away from this feeling like Oh, Attack. So Attack. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's not what you want with somebody that's a fucking narcissist like this. And I know this because I've had a ton of therapy regarding a nurse, my ex, whatever. And my our therapist would never have done this to me. She well, basically You know who could have handled this. I know, but what I'm saying, if you really break this down, what Pia did was she poured gasoline around the two of them no, and so, handed him a match so and I left Emily in saying, the middle of this circle. I
1: hear what you're saying, her. and based on what we saw, I get what you're saying, but we don't know how long this session goes. On After Party, they said sometimes they meet with the experts for two hours.
2: We saw 10 minutes of it. I know, but you then, know then I mean? shame- so we don't know what I know, and then, oh, I'm sorry. But then, That's like, okay. shame on the experts, though, for not- <laughs> Not or shame on the producers or whatever for not putting yeah. that shit in there because now yeah. they're they're making it look worse than it is. Then and I don't like yeah. that either.
1: I just feel like Doctor Viviana could have ripped into him a little bit. Yes, Pepper. I don't think he would have respected Pepper. Do- right. We I needed, needed
2: Pastor Cal. We needed Pastor Cal. Mm-hmm. I was wrong with the, We need Doctor Pepper. I just don't. No, I think I. I just this dude barely
1: respects women. Barely. I so and
2: it I, blows my mind that the experts didn't pick up on this when, like, it, during, like, the interview process? Like, I how? Know. I know. I know. Like, it's actually, it's, it's a little bit concerning to me because he's somebody that really makes me feel physically uncomfortable. And I and don't I know just, how no one picked up on that.
1: I just want to be clear that I am basing my he doesn't respect women on a few things. Number one is how he treats Emily off camera and on, which she has talked about on After Party. Number Mm -hmm. two, how we have seen him interact with women. Number three, how he told Emily that when he is in a rage, she'll know it. And the only people that have ever brought that out in him are his parents. And I have no doubt it's his mother. Yep. So that's what I'm basing it on. This guy is not a good dude. He needs Mm -hmm. therapy he is he right does. about that
2: he's not wrong okay. i just don't think so, that that's the thing you say to somebody like him so later he'll never get it he'll never get it he so won't later, get it. No, later at home
1: brennan is like i don't know why the fuck she would want me to go to therapy like and emily's like well because you couldn't identify a feeling and he's like yeah. but i don't have feelings for you I, like I, he I doesn't understand feelings. that indifference and being turned off is it's also a feeling, a feeling.
2: He doesn't, he's, it's, he's just really dumb. He's so emotionally
1: unintelligent. Um, mm-hmm. So Emily says, I think you are sharing your feelings as much as you can. And that's kind of the point that it's mm-hmm. not much. Right. And he goes, okay, do you see why I'm getting frustrated right now? Like he turned. Mm-hmm. She says, why are you being negative? It should be me who's pissed off here. Like, why mm-hmm. are you getting pissed off? And he says, there's a disconnect because I did not leave that session feeling good. And Emily's like, well, I did. And Brennan says, it's not a good feeling when someone tells you you need therapy. And Emily goes, this is great. Here we go. I understand, little baby boy, that that was a hard recommendation for you. But it's an important piece of solving this problem. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And then with his back to us, in a weird dubbed voice, he supposedly says, "I understand you think I need therapy, but it's never going to happen." Whoa!
2: I don't think he said that. You don't. I don't think he said it. Mm-mm. Okay, you're probably. I mean, you're probably right. I don't think he said
1: it. I think this is more of that weird fucking editing, yeah. and that they I, made. I just, they,
2: they wanted to do him dirty,
1: right? Like he probably yeah. said something.
2: Yeah, but I think production
1: pretty. hates him as much as we do. Yeah, okay, and
2: I'm okay with that. That's
1: <laughs> I need terrible. to take a deep breath now. <sighs> I know. Okay, what do we think? Is I'm sorry, happen? guys. Like I said, I realize I'm bringing some of my own shit to this. He triggers oh. the fuck out of me. I don't me know what too. it is. I'm afraid for her. She's too, too good too. for him. She needs to run, 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 run.
2: Me too. Yeah. He reminds me so much of my ex-husband. Like truly. Yep,
1: yep I see it.
2: Not mm-hmm. only physically, but, like, mm-hmm. like all of the. No, I see he it. Is, I see it. Yeah. He, I, I, when I say he makes, like, I get a, like, there's a visceral reaction that happens with yeah. me when he's, he's talking. Truly. I, I don't feel like he has been a monster yet, but I feel like he's capable Oh, he it. is capable. Mm-hmm. We just haven't really seen it. Trust right. me, he's capable. I can see yeah. him a mile away. All right, go ahead, girl. Let's finish <sighs> with our dream couple. Becca and Butthead. Becca Butthead. <gasps> uh,
1: uh, uh, uh. No. Uh, uh. Do you know I do you know I am so annoyed speaking of annoying chuckles and laughter, I am so annoyed by Seth Rogan that I cannot listen to any single interview he ever gives uh-huh. ever.
2: See, I love Seth Rogan. I so love him hard. too.
1: He's a great human being. I know. Put him with the <laughs> after every I sentence.
2: I can't even listen to him. I know. I love him, though I don't even care. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, All right. On. So Becca and Butthead, we open with them playing some ridiculous game, which I tried to hear. I rewound a million times. I still don't know what they called this game. I could have looked at it. It the- was a card game and people were getting but they pegged. Were pegged. I don't know. What was um, going on. So we can see our poor girl Becca is trying real hard to, to create some kind of goofy sexual energy here, and it's not landing. Mm-hmm. Um, or I should say, maybe it's landing, but Austin is just like long jump hurling over it, like yes. he's yes. he <laughs> yes. is not here for it. No, oh. so. They meet with Dr. Pia. I don't have a ton of notes on them because we don't have much. Not much happened. Yep. So they're meeting with Dr. Pia. Um, Becca's, you know, telling Pia that she wants more intimacy. Duh. We've been hearing this over and over again, um, which has been hard for her. And Pia starts to pressure him a little bit. And pressures him, but doesn't. And again, I'm annoyed by her. <laughs> She's pissing me off. Definitely versus
1: Doctor Pia. <laughs> Seriously,
2: it's coming, you guys. I'm gonna make like a battle. Like we're there's gonna be like a like a meme or a T-shirt with us duking it out. There
1: you go.
2: Um. So Pia Pia pressures him, and he says. Uh, 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 i want more of like an emotional connection Uh, because he wants it to be more special than just banging and i'm like okay dude Mm -hmm. shut up like just Mm -hmm. shut up Mm -hmm. you can't have it both ways you can't be like oh, huh, huh. life of the party, her bestie guy, and then say that you want something completely different than what you're willing to give. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what he's getting at here. I'm so yeah. confused by him. Yep. Um, but yeah, he wants more of a true connection. Huh, yeah, I don't know. I need more time. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, don't uh, that's all he says, guy. I, I don't, really don't either. Know what to make of this guy? And I'm real confused because Becca's like admitting that she's all in and he's saying that he is. But then he's like, I don't know. Huh. I don't know. Huh. And that's all he says. And Pia kind of just lets it go. I don't I'm know like, if he Pia. likes her. You think he likes I, her? I don't think he does. And I'm afraid to say it because I want to be wrong. I know. Me too. Here's what I. All right. So I'm going to finish and then we'll talk about what we think. Okay. So he's clearly so fucking uncomfortable and he's just skating around it and saying that he's all in, but he needs more time. But then he's like pulling her close and kissing her forehead and he's sending so many mixed signals Mm -hmm. and Pia's. Pia's suggestion is that they just get to know each other sexually. Talk about what you like and what you don't like. Talk about your personal experiences and all of this shit. Okay, I'm I'm
1: going to defend Pia again. I guess I'm the Pia apologist.
2: God, I think what she's seeing
1: is this car is careening into friend zone and we got to pull it back. And a way to pull it back is to
2: talk about sex, remember sex, be sexual as much as you can be. And I agree with that. Yeah. But she's letting him get away with not saying anything. And that's what I don't agree with. I'm
1: afraid with. what he'll say, though. If he says he's not attracted to her, any chance of them having sex is gone.
2: I know, but don't you want the truth? He's not being, but we're just allowing him to not be truthful, though. Why is it okay for him to not I don't be truthful, know if but I it's think not he's, for anyone else?
1: I don't know if he's not being truthful. I think he doesn't know how he feels yet.
2: And I think that's possible, yeah. but then I think it's okay to just say that, like, just with
1: Cam, like, give it more time before you yeah. say, you know what I mean? Like, I yes. think she's saying, let's give this more time.
2: I just feel like it didn't land that way for me, and I yeah. left this feeling like, what the fuck just happened? She kind of just left them in the limbo, like they were. I felt, I just felt like there was no she's real like, advice.
1: So no, give him a blowjob and let him go down on you, but like, he doesn't want well one.
2: Us. So like, she kind of. She kind of threw Becca into an impossible situation. I just had right of his dick being I know, like and, I, and it's real, <laughs> And you know it's like all overgrown and nothing's kept. And it probably smells like dirty laundry like he does. He's got crotch rot. I'm sorry. I um, can't look at him and not see crotch rot. I'm sorry. Yeah. He looks like smelly laundry. Yeah. Yeah. And I like him. I think he's I'm a sure nice he's guy. I'm sure he's a nice guy. Yeah. And he's adorable. Uh-huh. Like it's not – it's just he looks – unkept he and looks I like he smells
1: there's no other girl like of this crew that would take that on i think becca is becca's the perfect the only match one. for him in, in many ways <gasps> thank mm-hmm. you
2: yes i mm-hmm. have uh, yes that's exactly yeah. accurate yeah so i don't know amy i just think that he's not into her for whatever reason i don't know i get if that he's vibe too physically I get that vibe not too. attracted to her if it's he thinks she if they friend zone too much or if he's turned off by the medical thing or if he's turned off by the- he's just physically atheism, not into he's her. Just, I know. And I think that's it too. And I think he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. And I think, he's in, I think he's ashamed that he feels that way. Maybe not ashamed is the word, but I think he How doesn't want to hurt her feelings. And I think he's afraid of looking like a bad guy on television- because you yeah. can see him, he gets super uncomfortable when Orion's being weird and when Brennan's being weird. Like you could see him, he's like in that group, Said he's literally going like, like covering his mouth and like moving all weird. He doesn't know what to do. I have something to say. Okay. These people
1: are, Austin's 31, Becca's 31. These pe- 31 is very different today than it was when we were 31. I guess. 31 is like the the emotional mental equivalent of like 25 now. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay. I feel like they're just too. So what you need for this experiment to work is people who have almost like the emotional maturity to understand that looks aren't everything yeah. and that love can grow. And you're not going to get that in a 20 something. You're just not like that's just not how they're wired. I wasn't that way when I was in my 20s.
2: I wasn't either. That's
1: not how they're wired. This is why we need middle-aged maths. I'm here for yeah. it. Give me middle-aged maths. Give me the 45-year-old, twice-divorced mom with the with the pain-in-the-ass kid mm-hmm. who it like is looking for a guy who just has a decent job and knows how to treat somebody like a mm-hmm. human. I know. And the bars will be like, if I was on there, the bar would be so low. I'd be like, you have a job? Great. Yeah,
2: great. Come <laughs> on, I could love you. I know. Um, You're not a murderer? Great. Let's chat. You
1: know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I just feel like when you're older, you just understand that love is made up of so many more things than are you hot.
2: Right. And And it's just not going to work. I don't even know that it's a hot thing because I look at her. How is she not hot? She's hot to me. She's
1: hot to me, too. like That's what I'm saying. Like, these guys are not mature enough to
2: understand that they can date outside their type. He is definitely not. And we see that just by his acting like butthead every time somebody yeah. has a real question to ask him. Yeah. He just falls into the uh, I don't know. And, uh, and they don't
1: they also don't have like that cultural understanding of like your type is created for you by society. Yeah. And by what you see on television and in the magazines. So like don't they know. don't get it. I just think I we know. need and, and I will say this. I saw, I don't know if it's true. That one of the people from this casting department put out a call for fifty-somethings looking for love. That's the show we need. Yes.
2: Oh, <sighs> oh Jesus Christ! I had Christ. no idea. I didn't see that. You didn't share it with me. I would love that. I would love that me so too. much. Me too. Like, if you're listening, <laughs> please. Well, please here's give the thing. Us what we want. I-
1: I was wondering why, like, what is, because this is what I do in my spare time, instead of sitting around thinking, like, how can I make extra money to put my kids through college? I'm thinking, why do we cast 20-somethings on reality shows? Okay, Mm -hmm. so what I'm thinking is, the coveted, you and I worked in media for such a long time, the coveted demographic was 17 to 34, but we know that 35 to 50 is the the demographic with the money. Yeah. Yeah. So they want, you know, they think the 20 somethings are watching this show when in reality, it's middle aged women like us, like just Mm -hmm. these basic bitches just watching reality shows. And
2: so like crying because our kids are in college and we're lonely.
1: Right.
2: (laughs) Talking about myself.
1: Like my kids are 17. Your kids are 21. Are they watching
2: this shit? No, no, not at all.
1: They're watching TikTok. They're watching YouTube. They're watching reels. They're watching whatever
2: my son's girlfriend one of the boys has a girlfriend they've been together for a couple of years um she will watch because she knows that i like it but like mm-hmm. her jam is the bachelor and the bachelorette okay they're not like they're not really watching this no they're and right. i don't they're not.
1: i don't think they watch reality tv as a whole mm, I think this they do. kind
2: of reality tv oh i think they do Really? I mean, I don't. From my personal experience, okay. they, my kids and their friends have, is what I'm saying. All right, maybe maybe and it's I'm mostly, wrong. It's definitely mostly the girls, but like my yeah. son has been sucked into the Bachelor because the girlfriend watches. Like it's something they do, especially because she, they met th- in college. She doesn't live around here, and like now she's home for break and whatever. Like they'll watch it together, like when they're mm-hmm. on the phone. Like it's like a weekly thing that hmm. they'll do. You know what I mean, like. I don't know. Maybe that's just my kid. I don't know. I'm just saying my experience hasn't been that, but my experience has been that this shit is not what they're watching. They're watching other shit, reality, it, but it's not this. It would just be
1: refreshing for television producers to understand that there are people beyond 20-year-olds who who mm-hmm. are looking for relationships and love and are worth having their story told. Yeah, I'm so much more interested in hearing my oh. story now at 46 than I would have same. been in hearing my story at 23. Me too. Do you know what I mean? Like, I had That's... nothing to fucking say or offer the world. No, I was an idiot.
2: Neither. Same completely. Yeah. But, like, when you look at the life experience that we've both gained over those 10 years, mm-hmm. right? Yes. I mean, divorce, children, kids in college, kids in school, yep. kids, and yep. you know, all of you know, marital problems, this, that, and the other thing. Like you have those like all the things that you go through. Yes. Most of these kids these days on this show. (laughs) Yeah.
1: They're not there. I think that's why Cam, you might find him refreshing
2: because you feel like he's been through some shit. I do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I really do. And I'm not saying like clearly, clearly though Claire has been through some shit too. Of course, she lost course, her brothers. Yeah, and I, I I'm not throwing shade on that. I just I don't know. You're right though. We need the 50 plus crowd. We need, we we middle, need aged the middle aged. aged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am I'm holding. And, and guys- I don't think 50 40 plus works for me.
1: Yeah, middle aged. Just middle aged. Yeah. That's what oh, we need. Yep. You're right. Guys, come at us if you want middle aged maths. Oh, you know what I have next time on. <gasps> oh it's actually an extended trailer Uh it's like still coming up this season which tells me we might not have an episode next week i don't think we do because of the holiday i don't know all right so we got that week week after after. yeah so the couples do sporty things together becca is great with children these are all the things we learn Mm -hmm. brennan wants to hug more okay whatever whatever that was clam goes indoor skiing I don't know what was happening there. No clue. Um, Austin tells Becca that he loves her. Uh, fucking Orion is back and oh. wants to build a bridge back to Lauren and I want
2: to burn my house down. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You guys, when I saw that, I I, I was filled with immediate fucking rage. Why are they allowing him to do this to her? Truly knew, somebody you know, tell me. Mean-
1: we need a police force to come in and put tape around her. Like you yeah. can't cross this line, dickbag.
2: Yeah. Why are they? Why are they doing this to her? Why are they even allowing he, him? Because he
1: wants to be on TV.
2: I know that, but so
1: like, come on. Pepper asks Michael, broke down Prince if mm-hmm. he wants to try again, and his sister's like, "Oh no, 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 no!" no, no. Mm-hmm. Like the Cody Brown, "No, no, 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 no."
2: Do you think they're gonna try to put him with Lauren? No.
1: No. Mm-hmm.
2: What do you think is going to happen? Do you think they're going to give him somebody? Or do you think it was just to fill?
1: Supposedly he he married somebody else. Wow. So we'll see. I mean, because we're only on fucking day 18 or whatever. Stop. So Cam thinks Claire is toying with his emotions and vents to his new BFF, Orion. That's a problem. (sighs)
2: Yeah, that's a problem for me Brennan
1: walks out and Claire and Emily are off camera bitching about him. Emily's crying and Claire is like, he's yeah. giving you nothing. He's giving you yeah. nothing. Austin wonders if Becca's trying to brainwash him.
2: <gasps> what?
1: Yeah, he says something like, when you say that, it makes me feel like you don't want me thinking for myself.
2: Yeah, what is that? I caught that. What does that I mean? I, I don't know. know. Wait. I can't wait.
1: Then Becca says... Sometimes I feel like Austin and I aren't on the same train. Mm, You're not. (laughs) Brennan wants a positive person. One of my deal breakers is I want a positive person. And Emily's like, who is more fucking positive than me? I vocal fry everything, motherfucker. That is a sign of positivity. Yep. Yep. She's not wrong. No. Um, Claire cries because she can't meet Cam where he's at. Lauren is open to being open, to being open, to building that bridge, which is open Stop to Orion. It. Becca sobs about feeling rejected day in and day out,
2: and yeah. Emily crashes her ATV, and it's real intense. There's a lot of blood. Yeah. Did you notice on After Party a couple weeks ago, she had like a cast on, or mm-hmm. like a pink, mm-hmm. a hot pink, it matched her dress, I remember. Mm-hmm. So that's what we have coming up. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to lie. I'm really looking forward to the rest of this season because I'm so invested in my people. It will be interesting. It will be interesting to see what happens. You guys, um, we all know that I am way more here for this. <laughs>
1: Amia, no, 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 no. Yeah. I'm going to Cody Brown you. No, no, all no, no, right. no, no. Let me get my hot water.
2: Throw the cup. Throw the cup.
1: Um, you listen here. <laughs> no, I I love doing this with you. <sighs> I just wish it was like 12 episodes and not um,
2: 30. That's all. I was just going to say that I love this shit so much. It can go on for seven years mm. and I will still force you to show up and recap it every week. I'm just saying, you guys, if anybody is like me out there that is here no matter what, I got you. That's all I'm saying. You're here for She's here for you guys. I'm here for it. Okay. I love it.
1: All right, my friend. Um, I will not talk to you in math's world before the holiday. So everybody listening, please have a good holiday.
2: Happy holidays. Whatever you
1: celebrate, have a good one. It's the holiday season. Maybe we'll be back. Maybe we'll be back before New Year's. I don't know. I don't know if there's an episode coming out next week.
2: I know we had talked about I think we should address because we talked about it a few times on the pod, I think, about doing a Christmas movie.
1: Yeah, it's not happening.
2: Not happening. That's just not seems, happening, guys. I'm a I little just, busy.
1: Yeah, I just don't have time. I'm trying to get the crown out, and I'm trying to, you know, do all that. So
2: not on the not on the agenda, unfortunately. The queen but. has to
1: address her subjects and get the crown out. <laughs> all right. Okay. Love you guys. Jumping back to our friends, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Love your bones.
2: Love your bones.